This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and this Tuesday, like every other single day, I'm going to read you an article to make you a better real estate investor. The article comes from biggerpockets.com slash blog, but you're busy, so we give you the information in audio form, too. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now, with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Do well by doing good. Dr. Joe Asamoah's Tips for Success in Any Economy by G. Brian Davis. Dr. Joseph Asamoah arrived in the United States at age 24 with just 100 bucks in his pocket. After receiving his Ph.D. and MBA, Joe reached financial independence just 18 years later through investing in real estate. But Dr. Joe isn't just saving as much money as possible for himself. He is living proof that real estate investors can create a positive impact on the communities where they invest. I strongly believe that we can make money and make a difference in other people's lives, he says. This is why I love what I do. I don't think anyone has to choose between one or the other. Dr. Joe recently unveiled his latest property renovation at a ribbon-cutting ceremony. The occasion? He officially handed over the keys of a $750,000 property to a Section 8 tenant, a single mother of five, who survived abuse and homelessness. It's part of his Tier 1 model for Section 8 housing. Roll out the red carpet for the best voucher holders. Coming to America I arrived in D.C. with two suitcases, 100 bucks and only knowing one person in the United States at that time. It was a sink-or-swim situation, he says. And I opted to swim. Before coming to America, Joe was enrolled in a Ph.D. program designed to bridge the gap between engineering and business disciplines. 
As part of the program, he had to complete a research project within an established company, so he found a telecommunications company in the States and moved. After completing his Ph.D., he went on to work for several major U.S. companies, including Verizon, HP, and IBM, where the newly minted doctor had his first brush with real estate investing. First property, the D.C. house. Joe's first house was a complete disaster. I did everything wrong and got burned big time, he says. After living in the States for just two years, Joe bought his first property in October 1987 at age 26. My boss at that time was fired from his job due to a reorganization, and he encouraged me to consider investing in real estate because of the passive income potential. In order to learn everything about investing he could, Joe attended a local real estate investing association. I met someone that wanted to sell me a tenant-occupied house in Washington, D.C. He assured me the tenants were fantastic, so I bought the house for $47,000 and forecast the cash flow at $50 a month. That comes to $111.44 in today's dollars. After closing, I found out the tenant hadn't paid rent for more than three months and had racked up a $5,000 water bill. In today's dollars a horrifying $11,143.71. Dr. Joe eventually managed to turn the situation around and the property is now worth $750,000. The current cash flow is more than 4000 bucks a month. Everything was going wrong and I felt like calling it quits with real estate investing entirely, he says. In hindsight, I am grateful I had such a bad experience so early on it taught me exactly what not to do in all my future deals. Scaling up. Dr. Joe said about investing in additional rental properties using another strategy that hadn't yet been named in the late 80s, the Burr strategy, buy, rehab, rent, refinance, and repeat. He purchased most of his properties at courthouse auctions and trustee sales in Maryland. Competition at these venues wasn't as cutthroat as it is today. A few usual suspect buyers would attend and it was hit or miss whether you'd come away with a winning bid. He renovated these auction properties, which created enough initial equity to pull some of his cash back out to repeat the process. I've always focused on appreciation and cash flow, he says, which works well in the D.C. area. I've never purchased a property that started with negative cash flow, but I've purchased homes that broke even with a calculated risk that the area would appreciate in both values and rents over time. Luckily for Dr. Joe, those bets paid off, and the properties quickly started generating positive cash flow. First Encounters with Section 8 Both Dr. Joe's nuts-and-bolts investing strategy and his personal mission entwine around a single core, Section 8 housing. Section 8 can come with a bad reputation, but Joe wants to set the record straight. In wealthy D.C., Section 8 sets far higher rent ceilings than it does in impoverished areas, like Baltimore. That, in turn, means Dr. Joe could place Section 8 tenants in solid, working, and middle-class neighborhoods, not just blighted neighborhoods. During the mid-1990s real estate downturn, I was having difficulty renting a property in D.C., and a prospective Section 8 tenant, with a net worth of $0, scolded me because my house didn't have hardwood flooring, stainless steel appliances, and a jacuzzi tub, he says. She felt my house where I lived was not worthy of her and her family. (laughs) 
After more showings, he realized that there was a group of Section 8 tenants that, unlike the stereotypical images, take tremendous pride in their neighborhoods. Immediately, Joe sensed an opportunity in this subset of voucher holders, so he took a chance on a pair of Section 8 tenants, and it paid off. There is typically huge demand and long wait lists for Section 8 vouchers and housing, in good times and bad, he says. Many landlords overlook these tenants to their own detriment, but it creates an enormous opportunity for me if you follow this strategy. Building a Section 8 Strategy I started targeting these high-quality, low-entitlement voucher holders and developed a business model and formula, he says of his purchasing properties in desirable areas. I select, renovate, and stage my properties specifically to attract quality voucher holders. Believe it or not, in times of uncertainty, voucher holders are some of the most reliable and stable tenants, so you want to take care of them. Though his real trick lies in passing every annual Section 8 housing with certainty. At eight pages long, my rental application is daunting. In it, I let the applicant know I will pull credit, talk to their previous landlord, landlords, and go to their current home to see how they live, he says. Is it intrusive and extra thorough? Of course! But for the quality of my burrs, I have no shortage of applicants. Dr. Joe also uses a $50 incentive for each tenant if they pass their annual inspection the first time around, with no work orders or reinspection required. This strategy embodies Dr. Joe's beliefs perfectly. He takes oft-adversarial relationships and finds a way to align the other party's interests with his own. His long-term strategy also involves three sets of skills needed for any Section 8 investor. Technical Knowledge You need to know how to find good deals, to run the numbers, and to renovate properties profitably, he says. Customer Service most of the job involves nurturing and managing tenant relationships. If you treat your quality voucher holders well, he says, they take good care of your property, pay their portion of the rent on time, and continue to renew for a long time. He focuses on minimizing tenant turnover, which is a landlord's greatest expense. In fact, Dr. Joe's longest tenant has been renting from him for more than 23 years on a 15-year mortgage. In fact, screening is the key. While it may be easy to get someone into your house, it's a lot harder to get them out. Building relationships with the housing authority staff. Dr. Joe developed a strategy of taking the time to get to know housing authority staff and management by attending their meetings and becoming a member of their landlord advisory group. What I've realized, he says, is that many housing authority staff are just as frustrated with their bureaucracy as I am. Lessons learned. Every investor, no matter how accomplished, has made countless mistakes along the way. Joe is no different. If I had to do it again, I would have sold some houses in lower appreciating areas sooner, he says, and kept more homes in desirable areas. Even still, it hasn't been all smooth sailing. Dr. Joe has had to evict tenants whose rent was zero dollars employed contractors that arrived on the job drunk and worked with terrible lenders who had closings fall apart the day of settlement because of their mistakes. All experiences that taught him lessons for the future. Evolving Investment Strategies At 42, Joe had achieved financial freedom and quit his full-time job at IBM. He wanted to spend more time with his family and less time traveling for his job. The truth that Dr. Joe has learned since then is that the tenant 
is your real asset. Keeping that in mind, he's learned to nurture his relationships with tenants and truly takes care of them so that they would never dream of moving. My tenants become part of my family, and they feel it. I send flowers to all my tenants on Mother's Day, gifts around Christmas, and I send a $50 gift certificate to kids who can show me a report card with straight A's, he says. If you roll out the red carpet for your Section 8 tenants in this way, they will take care of you by paying the rent without fail, showing pride of rentership by taking care of the property, and they will stay a long time. Six Tangible Steps to Succeed in Real Estate 1. Work on yourself first. Allocate time for education and training in order to understand your strengths, weaknesses, competitive advantages, and disadvantages. 2. Decide on a strategy. Based on your goals, finances, risk tolerance, and availability, choose a strategy. 3. Learn the basics of your chosen strategy. While it's not necessary to be an expert when you begin, you still need a foundation in the basics to avoid losing money. 4. Identify and work with a mentor or coach. As the saying goes, a wise man learns from his mistakes, and a genius learns from others' mistakes. Find a mentor that is knowledgeable in your area of focus, able and willing to provide guidance, and has a proven track record of success in real-world experience. 5. Proceed immediately to your first deal. Education alone will not make you wealthy. It takes action. Do whatever it takes to get your first deal under your belt. Don't wait for the perfect deal or perfect time to start. Because neither exists. 6. Respect the golden rule. Treat your tenants and vendors with respect, dignity, and fairness. His tenants are the reason Joe has been able to achieve financial independence and build real wealth. Without them, none of this could have been possible, he says. Today, he finds all his deals from referrals brought to him through his joint venture JV program that Dr. Joe created to uniquely differentiate himself from other investors. Joe believes the best way to learn how to invest is simply to do a real estate deal. Of course, new investors often find their first deal to be an expensive education where they inevitably make mistakes. So, the next fastest way to learn is by shadowing a successful investor to watch how they execute a transaction from start to finish and to witness the good, bad, and ugly of real estate. This is where his JV program comes in. In the end, he says, it's important to always remember that real estate investing requires hard work, patience, and a strong business system more than anything else. Hope you enjoyed hearing that perspective. Before you go, are you interested in getting your personal finances in order? Then check out the Bigger Pockets Money Podcast, hosted by Scott Trench and Mindy Jensen. To learn how to save for big-time investments and launch yourself toward the life of your dreams. I'm Tyler, and I can guarantee you, I'll be right back here tomorrow. <laughs>